How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. Happy Halloween, Will. On Hallow's Eve? <laughs> On old Hallow's Eve. Episode? Halloween, special edition Halloween episode. Well, we do this every Sunday anyways. Just so happens Halloween landed on this Sunday. Welcome, everybody. Should. Welcome to Story of the Halloween, Fight. Halloween, the Lord's Day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, if, uh, this is your first time joining us. Uh, this is Story of the Fight, where we talk everything MMA. You got uh, myself, Romero. Got Will. And in the background, we have uh, Rich the Casual, our producer. Uh, but yeah, if anybody happens to like our content, please like, subscribe. goes a long way. Uh, you can always find us on YouTube, of course. Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and social media, Will? Yeah, at Story of the Fight on Instagram and Twitter uh, and Facebook. Uh, we have a group chat. It is Story of the Fight Chat. Will, I must start off by saying I'm a little embarrassed right now. Are you? Yes, because I'm the only one that dressed up for this episode. What are you talking about? My costume. You oh, can't tell, yeah. dude. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me. What are you, a story of the fight host? No, can you tell who I am? <laughs> Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse. Huh? Yeah, huh? you even got the ears. Look at that, dude. The headphones are your ears. <laughs> but like I said, now I'm embarrassed. I'm the only one that dressed up. Thanks a lot. What are the, what are the goats, dude? One of the goats, yes. Richie Casual uh, dressed up as uh, Eddie Munster. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You just can't see him in the background right now. But, uh, <laughs> dude, how was your week? Dude, I haven't seen you or I haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, you have seen me. Well, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't really talked to you about fights in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had to miss last episode, right? <clears throat> last week's episode. Yeah. It's just uh, a lot going on, you know? And may I say it was awesome seeing you. And, Dude, yeah, uh, it's a big surprise. Yeah, yeah, seeing you and your brother, uh, yeah. and the fam. Dude, it was it was really nice, man. Congratulations on your thank engagement. You. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, dude, I haven't had much going on these last couple of weeks. So yesterday was Dallas' last uh, baseball season, and oh, yeah, they yeah. dressed up as the Sandlot kids. So hell yeah, they, they said, all or just him? All of them, all of them dressed nice. up. Nice. Now, uh, there's like six squints or what? The commissioner. No, he was only squints. He was only squints found doors, and he was, he nailed it, man. He even had the smile, the squint yeah, smile no, in every picture. Uh, but the commissioner sends out a message saying, "Hey, like uh, teams, everybody gets to dress up for Halloween, you know, on the last game. Our team was the only team that dressed up. At least they chose like a Sandlot, like a baseball. Oh. It's not like they were just like they had like a Dracula out there pitching or something. <laughs> Dude, that would have been awesome too, though. Can you imagine?" <laughs> <laughs> just like a ghost up to bat you know but yeah. <laughs> no dude the sandlot kids and it was awesome they won their last game of the season uh nice. bats came alive it was a lot of fun man but uh after- chewing tobacco or what <laughs> yeah just watch them all puke out there <laughs> everyone's just throwing up <laughs> <laughs> no it, it was so much fun man the kids were so into it uh the bats came alive the pitching was solid but it was a great way to end the season then to top it off though have a lot of ufc that i watched yesterday too oh yeah dude and did you watch uh Talking about bats coming alive, you see the Atlanta Braves come alive. Uh, the they won yesterday, right? Three two. Yeah. So they're up what three one now? Awesome. Yep, one more. Yeah, I uh, I can't stand the Dodgers. I can't. Good thing they're not involved. Stand the Dodgers? <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm saying yeah. the fact that Atlanta 
knocked them out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm rooting for Atlanta now. Did you watch that series? The Braves-Dodgers series? I tried to catch Holy as much shit. as I could. As that soon was... as the Giants were eliminated, I was kind of bummed out. Yeah, dude. The, but the Dodgers-Braves series, I was like, this is fucking good baseball. And then yeah. I just hope they... The, I just want the Astros to get like disbanded. You know what I mean? Like they're such a shitty organization. Yeah, and take the Dodgers while you're working on that. Just get rid of the Astros. Bring back the Expos. Problem solved. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Problem and solved. Then, then they move the exact same team to be the Montreal Expos and the same issues arise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. All right. UFC 267. Went down yesterday. Yeah. What a card. Uh, free card. What a card. Hey, dude, I'll take it. I mean, yeah, I'll take it. More, you know, on ESPN Plus, on ESPN Plus, heck yeah, man! If they do this every once in a while and they throw a free major UFC event in there, mm-hmm. uh, dude, their subscriptions are gonna skyrocket. I would imagine because it's like, oh, do I want to go through this trouble of like finding a stream link or something, or do I just pay five bucks and I get it? It's a five dollar pay per view, basically. I mean, that's not bad. I'll take it. It's not bad. Plus, you get all the fight nights. Yeah, true. You know, true. It, I dude, I. I'm enjoying it so far. So we'll start off yeah. with Glover Teixeira versus Jan Blahovich. Ooh. Hey, and thank you, John Anik, by the way, because he goes through and he just works on his pronunciation of these names. So like, yeah. I just like focus in on what he's saying. I'm like, okay, so I've been saying Blahovich wrong the entire time. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, it's interesting when the, the co-main and the main both have a Jan. Yeah, spelled differently. Yoda Jan, Jan Blahovich. Spelled differently, yes, but yeah. Jan's. What'd you think? Uh, remarkable. You know, Ooh, it was fucking. That's a good word. That's a good word yeah, to describe I, it. We put it in the title, but everyone's always like, "Oh, Father Time's undefeated." Fucking not this time, though. Glover's like, "Oh, he's undefeated." Let me just go ahead show my fucking skill set right here. Uh, yeah, dude, so happy for him. Oh, so dude. happy for him. It, he's just what a good guy. He seems to be one of the nicest guys in MMA. <laughs> yeah, dude. And to see him get the belt like this, man, around the end of his career, you know, yeah. there's been times where we see Glover, you know, get uh, knocked out bad, you know, by like bad. Anthony Rumble Johnson. That was a bad one. That's the first uh, one I thought of right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you think to yourself, well, what's left for Glover? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, is he still going to make another title run? You know, is he mm-hmm. just going to be in this for fun fights? Is he just trying to yeah. make, you know, money to put food on the table? Uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm here to win this title. Dude, yeah. he's since he came into the UFC, this was his goal. Yeah, I mean, dude, his run, the the recent run that he was just on. I mean, he gets knocked out by Rumble. He wins again. Against that was a rough Kennedy. knockout. Yeah, he wins against Cannonier decision. Cannonier drops down at middleweight, finds more success. Gets knocked out bad by Gustafson. That was a nasty mm. one. It was just uppercut, uppercut, uppercut. It was crazy. Uh, he he gets a win on Misha Serkinov. Good. Then he loses to Corey Anderson, and it's mm-hmm. like, all right, what, what, what are we doing at this point? You know, he already had his title shot against John Jones. We all know he was supposed to be on the Ultimate Fighter way back in the day. Couldn't do it because of visas, all this bullshit, right? He was training Chuck Liddell back in like 2004. That was when he was in his prime. So we're like, what's left? Then he he arm triangles Carl Roberson in the first round. He rear naked chokes uh, Kutalaba in the second round. He wins a, a split decision against Nikita Krylov. He finishes Anthony Smith in the fifth round. He chokes out Thiago Santos in the third round. And now he's fighting for the belt. Ooh. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Where does Three that come from? Three straight finishes. Three straight finishes. Three straight, 
Five of his last six were finishes. How about that? Rich uh, commented and said, I think uh, Glover is father time. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. That's why he <laughs> didn't lose. Yeah. No, dude, just a fantastic performance by Glover. Uh, he had an amazing game plan. We all yeah. know that uh, Blahovich has that Polish power, right? Yeah. And one big way to avoid that Polish power is to get the takedown, maintain mm -hmm. on, you know, top control. Yeah. And and just try to dominate that way. Well, uh, and, you, and you hear Glover talk about it in the post-fight and stuff, uh, the presser, and everyone going into this is like, well, Glover cannot stand at range with, with Blahovich. Like, he's going to yep. get knocked out, right? Blahovich is too fast, he's too long, he's an excellent striker. Everyone's like, Glover's going to have to close the distance and get in tight, right? Grapple him against the cage, make it dirty, right? Randy Couture style. Look at that. I mean, come on, Rich, come on. So good. But, uh... Wow. At the end of the fight, he says he so he gets to take down early in the first, right? Takes him yep. down, controls him, dominates him in the first round. Um, just pretty much stays in his guard. Good job by Blahovich, right? Keeping him in his guard. But I mean, he just dominated him, right? Made it nasty. Did exactly what he needed to do. And then he says in the post fight, he's like, yeah, I noticed once I got that early takedown, he was so focused on the takedown that I started being able to let my hands go and he lands the left hook. And then he was like, with, wobbles him with the left hook. And he's like, oh, now I see that he's worried about my hands. Takedown's there again. Takes him down. Takes his back. Flattens him out. Chokes him out. I mean, it was just methodical. I mean, just you like. You think that's just fight IQ of having 40 fights? Yeah, dude. That guy has experience, man. Like, he knows the fucking game, dude. Oh, let me land my takedown early so you're focused on the takedowns. Let me dominate you for the full round so you really don't want to get taken down again. Now I can let my hands go. Oh, I caught you with my hands? Guess what's open now? The takedown. Fucking beautiful. I mean, And, and the, the thing is that everybody has a game plan going in, right? Yeah. But I mean, to be able to plan, right? execute your game plan at the level that Glover did, yeah. It's just at the age of 42. And I know people keep on hearing that like, okay, okay. You know, like yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. get it. He's old. <laughs> but dude, still like you're fighting yeah. the most elite mm -hmm. of all elite like, fighters. <laughs> fighting the champion. Blahovich. Yeah. And you take him out in the second round via rear naked choke. Dude, just yeah. masterful performance, man. And uh, shout out to George. And what a class act. Shout out to oh, George. Oh, yeah, George. Glover to share it all the way from weeks ago. Front, yeah, I mean, he called oh, Glover after. That. Yeah, hug. he called Glover after Glover. his uh, after his performance against Thiago Santos. He was like, "Glover's he did. a champ. He's he did. a champ." And, and now they're talking about Glover versus uh, Yizri Pohaska. Oh, the uh, samurai! Do you see him sitting did, off in the stands like a freaking man dime with his yeah, samurai <laughs> uh, ponytail? Did Jesus. you see him in the backstage? When Glover's making his way backstage, Yuri's there. Or Yuri's oh. there, and and it's like, oh fuck, there's gonna be one of this bullshit. Like, oh yeah, I'm next. Though. Like I'm WWE, next, like yeah, and you can see Glover sees him, and he's just like, fuck, dude, I don't want to deal with this right now. Like, I just want to fucking, I'm just trying to like celebrate my victory. <laughs> and and you can tell he's not trying to like uh, like entertain it that much. And Prohaska's like just he's like, not trying to engage. Yeah, and Prohaska's just like. I just want to say, fantastic performance. Uh, like, full respect to you. And it's literally just that. Like, he's just being, like, Adrian. super fucking, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Dude, again, another guy yeah. that's so likable so far. Yeah, and what a stylistic matchup that is. Oh. Glover. Dude. I, I, it, I mean, on paper, 
Prohaska should decimate Teixeira. But that nitty-gritty, refusing to lose, get a hold of you, there's a clear path for, to victory for Glover in this fight against Prohaska. If he can mm-hmm. grapple him, especially like he did in the first round. And 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 Prohaska's wild. And when you're wild like that, scrambles half. He leave himself open up to scramble. He leaves yeah. him, exactly. So, And if he doesn't, that's the double-edged sword. If he isn't wild in this fight, I think he kind of needs that wild, like that wild man style to to really showcase his potential. So it's either going to be he goes wild and leaves himself open for grappling, or he tries to stay too measured and never really gets his shots off because that's not his style. Like he's going to be so worried about getting grappled that he's going to st- be hesitant, or he's going to fucking cartwheel kick him or some shit. And it's going <laughs> to be fucking crazy, but. It's an Spinning interesting elbow, dude. It's insane to me that we can say that it's an interesting matchup for 42-year-old Glover Teixeira, who everybody wrote off fucking five years ago yeah. like, against a, a young, absolute savage killer. And it's an interesting matchup. <laughs> it's crazy. He said Polish power stayed in the hotel room. Blahovic, you know, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, dude, I, I really like uh, Blahovic too. Yeah, uh, both great guys. Both great guys. Uh, Blahovic. It's hard to say he was a great champion, right? Because uh, when you think of great champions, you think of the ones that have held the belt on for a long time. Yeah. Um, But still, I think that he he represents the company very well. He represents that division very well. He's a great champion in terms of um, his his personality and and the way he he carried himself as a champion. Yeah. He's, yeah, uh, yeah, really good champion in that in that regard. But the reality is, he did he won the belt in a vacant title fight against Dominic Reyes, a legitimate title title or title win in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then he defends it against a middleweight, and then loses it his his next fight. So yeah, yeah, tough not go. the best run as a champion. Yeah. But you know what? Either way, nothing to hang his head on, man. He uh, no. was the best two hundred five pounder. For yeah. you know a year, mm-hmm. and now it's it's Glover time, man. It's Glover it's time. It's time to reign at the yeah. age of forty-two, man. I think they said the second oldest uh, champion. Am I right? Uh, I believe so. Probably Randy's probably still the top, right? Yes, Couture. Yeah, Randy Couture. All right. Uh, anything else on that fight? Uh, no. Happy for Glover. Interested. Interesting. Interested to see what's next. Dana said in the press conference. Uh, that he's not entirely sure that Prohaska is next. What? Yeah. Does I he mean, not like to sell news. pay-per-views? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's so obvious what to do with the light heavyweight division right now, and we'll talk about it in a, in a bit with another fight that's coming up. But, uh, yeah, it was a no-brainer. I mean, yeah. I, you, you would think, right? And how Prohaska, awesome was no it, though? Like uh, listening to uh, to Shira at the end, where he's talking to Dana about the progression back in two thousand nine, yeah, where yeah. Dana wanted to bring him in and he wanted to go in, but he had issues with this visa. And Dana sitting there going, "Yeah, man, yeah, I remember that. I, I like, yeah, it's crazy, dude. It was cool. <laughs> it, it was, was cool. dude. It's so cool, so cool. So yeah. uh, just super proud of uh, Glover Teixeira. I'm sure that uh, Brazil is extremely proud right now as well. Yep. Parabéns. Parabéns. <laughs> All right. Uh, before that, we had Piotr Jan versus Corey the Sandman Sandhagen. Holy smokes, bro. This fight was fucking nuts. I got to give Piotr Jan some respect, dude. 
it's yeah. time. It's time. I got to give him his his respect. I, I remember. I remember when I watched him. Uh, who the fuck was he fighting? Right, Faber. No, it was way before that. Jose Aldo. No, wait. It was <laughs> that's after Faber. <laughs> Aljamain Sterling. No, Taruto like- Ishihara. <laughs> Okay, I'm just naming that, like all his recent yeah, fights. All the recent fights. <laughs> the the Ishihara fight, um I, I, I like saw I was like, dude, this guy's fucking game, dude. Like his short, crisp punching, his high guard, his defense. I was like, this guy's going places and just little by little he's just rising up. And then they gave him the favor fight. And everyone's like, Oh, like he gets a title shot off of that. Dude, when you see it, you see it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he was ready. He was ready. Um, the guy's a fucking animal. I mean, his his defense is so impenetrable. He hasn't been hurt. He's never been hurt in the UFC, at least. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Maybe it's because he spends all his time sparring with Rafael Fazeev or some shit. But, I mean, <laughs> have you seen the video of them sparring together? No. Is it nuts? It's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> I oh, mean, Fazeev's a lightweight, you know? He's like, yeah. he's a... Decently large man compared to Piotr Jan, and, and they're going at it. It's crazy. Oh, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. I'm have to check it out. Hey, uh, I was pretty bummed out, though, because my prediction I video, know. 2021, I did call oh. Sandman Sandhagen. Uh, Who did I call? Holding the title. Uh, I don't know. I think I called Piotr Jan. You might have called Piotr Jan. Maybe. I think I did. But, uh, yeah, so I was I like, said, you know what? I might have said Sandhagen, though. Going into this fight. I was thinking to myself, like, oh, Piotr Jan, you know, he's probably going to win this fight, but I can't go against my prediction. Uh, dude, dude, yeah. That, that, that first round from Sanhagen, uh, this is one of those fights that if you look at the scorecards of after the fight, it, I mean, it, it doesn't tell the story at all because mm-hmm. all three judges had Sanhagen winning the first and then Piotr winning all the next four rounds. But it was, I mean, the second and fifth rounds were close toss-ups i mean sandy can outstruck him in both rounds where he was in and out he was giving him so many different looks too you know like he was giving him the leg kicks the jumping knees right in time richard casual with the picture in the background great job uh (laughs) you know dude just so many different looks and it was so high paced yeah and to hear you know uh to hear like sandhagen at the end I'm just so sad, bro. So sad, but but so refreshing because they oh, asked yeah. him. They asked him, uh, "Did you think or did you feel like you had done enough going into the decision to get the nod?" And he said, yeah. "No, not really." Yeah, he's a great fighter, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" Like, well, you can tell we need more of this. Next for each other. Yeah, I, th- I, I noticed. Uh, shout out real quick. Shout out Toasty. Oh, what up, Toasty? Toasty's got a fight coming up in November. November thirteenth. He 13th, does have a fight coming up. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. That is awesome. But, uh, Best of luck. At the, yeah, seriously. At, at the end of the first round, you see Piotr Jan. They finish, and Piotr Jan like, looks over to like, give him like dabs, right? And Sam Hagen's already off, and he seems like, ah. But like <laughs> you could tell the respect was there between the two of them. And uh, I mean, the first round, Sam Hagen moves like, uh, like a fucking velociraptor. The way he like Ooh, swi- he switches, right? And his like, yeah. head's all fucking weird, like... He looks like uh, 
he looks like someone pretending to be human who just like hides in like alleyways and like mugs people or some shit, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Terrifying, dude. Just He's like scrawny and you know, like his you can yeah. see his like spine down his back from him being so thin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And his head sure. his head movement is so fucking creepy. Really and, like, long fingers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a mean, spooky episode on Halloween. It's Halloween, man. But Sanhagen, <laughs> dude, like that first round, the, the volume and fucking like diversity in his attacks and his switching angles and and like you could tell high level striking very high level striking and i think from what ended up be, from very yeah from both of them right but i think what ended up being like this style wise what happened in this fight i think sanhagen's defense is how good his offense is mm. does that make sense like the way he enters and escapes to land his shots is his defense i see what you're right saying. Uh, his volume is his defense. Unfortunately for him, he matched up with somebody who has excellent traditional defense with the high guard blocking everything, uh, so rolling clean, the shots man. when he needs to, and very good basic technical offense. So it, it's like, I mean, fuck, it's, it's such a toss-up, right, between the two of them when they match up. But um, Piotr Jan even said going into this fight, he's like, I think uh stylistically i think he moves a lot more than he needs to and i think i'm gonna catch him in between those he he wastes movement yeah and not a lot of people can exploit i was like okay yeah that that is true but good luck fucking exploiting that and i don't think very many people can exploit it the way peter young can i mean his his striking is so goddamn good when he finally does decide to go fucking hell man and, Very uh, impressive. That first round where Piotr was a little bit, uh, I, w- I wouldn't say gun shy, you know, but you, you just, you see him just absorbing, absorbing, yeah. absorbing, absorbing the timing, absorbing mm-hmm. the movement, you know, and like, just like, you know, like those little like oven timers where it's like, ding. Yeah. Like that was the end of the first round. Like I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I got this. I got and, my reads. I got, yeah. 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 And you see him coming out in the second round a lot more aggressive. I mean, that's, that's what he does in every fight. Dude, so good at this, at this point every single fight the first round he shells up he makes his reads he's richard he's casual calm. Can, can you pull up that picture again of uh Piotr jan I, I think he's throwing the the straight right uh but you just see how like like you were saying everything's look at nice and tight yeah. man look at his yeah, left hand, hand up yeah. hand up right straight shot right to the chin uh and dude that's it that's yeah. it just extremely technical the entire time uh and it was just it was beautiful to watch and i want to apologize to Piotr young because i know he watches story of the fight every weekend <laughs> he never misses it uh for not giving him his uh, due respect up until yeah. now yeah my bad Tos- yeah Tosi says he's taskmaster just memorizing movements and it's, it's exactly that Dude, yeah. with it, right taking the first couple rounds off every single fight getting your reads all that stuff because you could watch tape all day right mm-hmm. but like it's different and and uh dude like and, and I thought, and, and Tosi just says high guard all the time. I was like, man, someone needs to start like ripping body shots on Piotr Jan. And Sanhagen was, especially in the first two rounds, he was mm-hmm. ripping that left hook to the body and he was getting in. And Piotr Jan, it just like doesn't even fucking phase him. Like, dude, and then because that high guard eventually, I'm like, okay, he'll have to drop if you keep ripping it to the body. He's like, nah. But I'll those body kicks that Jan was giving oh, Sanhagen too, again, anytime, those, those are deposits, deposits, deposits. You know, and at yeah, the end of the fight, you see that movement starting to slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime Sanhagen would switch to southpaw, the left the left kick would come right to the body every single mm-hmm. time. And that just showed that just 
for Sanhagen, every time you switch stances, you get ripped to the body with a, a powerful leg kick. You're like, oh, maybe, maybe I, I don't uh, keep switching stances, <laughs> right? Like maybe I'll just stay orthodox for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tosi. He says, if my liver dies, it dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. But I think um, a lot of people still to this day, and for the most part, I agree with them. That like a lot of like boxing aficionados or like fans, they they are like, oh yeah, the striking is pretty bad in in MMA. I I'm, I don't really, it's too loose, all this shit, right? And for the most part, it's true. Um, but Sanhagen, I believe, is he's not a kickboxer. He's not a Muay Thai striker. He's not a boxer. He is one of the most effective MMA strikers I've ever seen. That first round and and then the second round. If you go back and watch that second round, I think that might be one of the the most technical striking rounds I've ever seen. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it is the most technical that I've ever seen, but that second round is fucking insane. Mm. And, and the fifth round... I, I'm not going to say that that they got the wrong decision. I think Piotr Jan won the fight, but you can argue, especially the fifth round. I thought the fifth round is a very, very, very uh, it could go either way type Next round. Next round for Sanhagen. Yeah, I think so. And the second round, you could argue too. I mean, he outstruck him in both the second and the fifth rounds. Um, yeah, and that's not the live stats. That's like the the corrected stats. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of the notes I put on there: Sanhagen outstriking uh, Jan. But Yon with the more significant strikes. Exactly. More damage, more significant. Down. And, you know, also, uh, Sanhagen being that creature you were talking about, super yeah. pale. Fucking creature, yeah. Never seen the sun. So yeah. every time that he Same. took a kick to the body. Dude, oh, I know, dude. He was showing it. Yeah. It was just red, you know. And then and even when a, he took that's that a solid reminder, punch don't to the go southpaw. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it, it was a masterful performance by Yon. Uh, How about great that wheel kick? Oh, dude, that yeah. in the fifth then, round? Yeah. What the fuck? Caught him clean. Oh, and, and Sanhagen was and, game. He was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then, dude, it was so sick because he lands. So he lands the, the wheel kick. Sanhagen just fucking eats it. And then he's like, he like gets high. He's like, fuck. Because that's like the exclamation point because he was winning that round, in my opinion. He fucking takes the, the, the wheel kick, right? And then he's like, puts his hands up like, all right, let's fucking go then. There's like 10 seconds left. And he fucking sprints at him. And there's trading. The bell rings. They keep fighting. They keep going. Herzog has to like sprint in there to stop the fight, and I fucking loved it because, and and they're both instantly. There's no like, oh, you went late. There's no bullshit between them. They're just like, yeah, dude, we're fucking fighting right now. Yeah, mutual like, respect, dude. Yeah, and let's not forget. I say it all the time. The rule is not stop fighting at the bell. The rule is stop fighting when the ref stops you. So like. I was hey, all for that shit. That shit was Herzog fucking awesome. took a little longer too because I think he was so into it. Like think, he's watching. Well, not just that, but I think refs are so used to fighters just stopping at the bell. But yeah. like, no, dude, you have to fucking stop it. I mean, that that fucking, that was awesome. It was like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me get in there real quick. While they're just trading with each other. No, just... if, you, if you see Zer- Herzog, like afterwards, like his reaction was like, like I'm, I'm gonna have to separate them. But then, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you said, when, once he stopped it, and they both kind of looked at each other and like gave each other like a little high five. They were smiling, and Herzog was like, oh, thank god. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, thank God. It was awesome. Stepping between two fucking Beyblades right now. <laughs> I know, man. I know. All right. Uh, anything else on that fight? Uh, let's see what Tosi said. Um, knockdowns are a bit overvalued. It's like a knockdown outwins any round no matter what. Yeah. Almost even bleeds into the next round. Yeah, I mean, it's 
the previous rounds should never sway, and I hope the judges don't actually let it, but previous rounds should they shouldn't be treated as a fight in the UFC at least scoring. You need to treat each round like its own fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you separate everything. As soon as the next round starts, this is what I'm judging. Nothing before, nothing after matters. This is a round for so and so, right? You can't let anything like bleed into the next. Um how about uh fucking speaking of knockdowns in the third round when when he lands that spinning back fist in the left yep. hand over and the, then top. the left, yeah. How fucking game is Sanhagen? I mean, holy shit, dude. Yeah. How, how did he not get put out there? He's amazing. I, I, I still think he's going to be a champion. I think so. Too. I really do. Yeah. Uh, I, this is not the last time they, they fight. I don't know when, but I, I think he's going to be a champion. Yeah, and I agree with you. I don't think this is the last time that we see oh, him locked in that cage. And let's not forget, he took this fight on short notice. True. I mean, I think he was also preparing for a while, though. Uh, because he, he figured uh, Aljamain would well, maybe yeah. Pull but out. He did just have a, a tough fight with Dillashaw not that long ago. I'm not saying that, I'm not making excuses, right? Cody Young just beat him, but um, it's part of the story, right? Word, word. All right. Uh, before that, we had uh, Hooker versus Mahashev. Yeah, dude, Fucking shed one tear in this. I'm not gonna lie. Even oh though I'm a, I'm a Mahashev fan, right? San Jose, all this shit. Josh Medeman Ross. Way before he was anybody, right? He was all yeah. stuck. When Josh met him in Ross, he was like, he's like, bro, are you Islam? Some shit like that. And uh, and he was like super surprised that somebody recognized him and was like all stoked to like take a picture with Josh and shit because it was like way before, you know? That's it's awesome, man. Pretty cool. But that being said, Dan Hooker's a fucking ride, you know, ride or die. I know, man. And the, the thing with Hooker is he's so game. Like, you know, when fighting, I know. was like, Too I'll game. fight anybody, anytime, anywhere. And yeah. they get offered fights and they're like, nah, just not then. And not with that yeah. person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hooker to me is that fighter that's like, hey, you down to fight in a couple weeks? Sure. Hey, I know you just got done in this fight. Place. Are you down for another fight in a couple weeks? Okay. Yeah. Like, he, dude, he's just did, game, man. Did you see that when he when he fucking tweeted burn the boats after he took this oh, really? fight? Because <laughs> no. like he passed up his raffle, right, to go back to New Zealand. And they're giving him all this shit, right? He's interrogated by the cops for training during lockdown, all this shit. Like and he he's like fuck this they're talking about seriously moving city kickboxing to america he yeah. takes this fight and everyone's like oh shit when are you gonna be, get to go back all this shit and he just fucking he just tweets burn the boats i'm like fuck dude that's fucking yeah, awesome <laughs> I, I wonder if they're really getting into moving city kickboxing they they might man they might i think uh i don't know what they're doing over there man to be honest yeah. the, the fact that they've had this level of success uh with with just training New Zealand guys and a couple Australian guys, I mean, it's, it's crazy the amount of success they've had. Imagine if they had access to, I mean, like a hub where like guys from all over are training with them, you know, yep. like it's pretty remarkable what they've been able to do on a tiny island, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I hope uh, Hooker didn't take this loss too, too bad. Uh, I know for a fact he did not because... <laughs> good. He tweeted the gif of Woody Harrelson in Zombieland crying, and then he like picks up the wad of cash to like wipe his tears. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, I think he's fine. All right, good, good, good. Because I know he took the uh, the loss against Michael Chandler pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, you know, but uh, a little different though. I think going into this fight, I mean, it's a fucking, it's 
it's a win-win, right? If he loses, yeah, yeah he, he's like the gamest dude on the planet, took this on short notice, fought an absolute monster that nobody wants to fight. And then if he wins, he pulls off an upset. So it's like his stock doesn't really go down, in my opinion. It does for some. I see some people already writing off the rest of his career saying he's a gatekeeper now and, and this solidifies it. He loses every time he's in a big fight. And then it's like, okay, but look at the champ in his division and look at the guy he the champ's fighting in his division. Like, look at the look at Glover Teixeira. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. People have Here's, losses all the time. With, with uh, Mahashev, just the, the timing of the takedown. Yeah. Just beautiful, man. Immediately goes for risk control. And then yeah. it's just game over after that. It's just like, uh, it's so methodical you know what i mean like it's um people are comparing it to like another fighter on the card of just coming out and dominating with grappling right uh that we'll talk about in a sec but it's different because makachev isn't just like full-on going in and just like destroying it's i i took you down I, i i waited for you to throw caught the leg took you down he threw the jab hooker countered with the kick Grabs the grabs the leg, takes him down, and then it's just like methodical. I pass. I set up the arm. Hooker knows the arm's in danger. Does everything the correct way to defend it. Does no, not matter. Do. Nothing does not do, matter. Man. That pure technique, man. And you see Khabib yelling for him to step over because he has the arm and it's not quite there. And you can hear Khabib screaming, "Step over, step over." Steps over with his right leg, and then it's fucking over. Oh, that was I mean, nasty, that man. Yeah, that was nasty. Uh. Shout out HLBK Omer. Hey, welcome to church. Welcome to church. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it was uh, for me again being a hooker fan. Yeah, I was a little to today. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, but I mean it's tough, man, because Hooker and he, and how about Hooker? He's so fucking tough. He complained about the stoppage because he didn't. Yeah, I know. No, but dude, his arm was going to be ripped to shreds. Well, it's one of those things. It's uh, you. Screaming in pain uh, in the rules counts as a verbal tap. You don't have to say tap. If you scream in pain in a submission, it, a ref can decide that that's a verbal tap. Yep. So, I mean, it's good stop. No one's. I don't think anybody's going to say the stoppage was bad or anything like that. But that's just how game he is. That he <laughs> screamed in pain <laughs> and from a joint submission, not a fucking choke, and yeah. still, still complained about the stoppage. Dude, <laughs> yeah, tough, it, it, man. In, uh Mahachev, what what's next for him? And title shot? No. No. No, you do you do the winner of Gaethje Chandler for the belt. Mahachev then fights for a number one contender spot. Timeline, it'll it'll make sense, I think, time wise for all those matchups to play out. Uh, you do as crazy as, as it is. I think you do Mahachev versus uh, Benil Dariush. Um, okay. Winner of Hooker Chandler gets the belt, uh, gets the title shot, I should say. Um, Fights the winner of Poirier, all that shit, right? But yeah, I think that's what you do. Okay. All right. I think that's what you do. I, I what do like you think? Uh, dude, I say it's inevitable. It's going to happen, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be mad if his very next fight was for the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, dude, how about, oh, yeah, fucking Hasbula. How about Hasbula in the octagon, uh, Mahashev yeah. raising him up like a child? Right, it's, uh, dude, one of the best moments for me. I was so yeah. pumped. But is it weird to you that is it weird that uh, everybody picks him up like he's like a kid? 
Well, that's they like kind of yes. like, and that's why I said like his... a kid. They pick it's him up like weird. a kid. Well, uh, it's it's, it's he's no nineteen, right? Pick, I think he's nineteen. It's fine to pick him up, right? Like he clearly is fine with all of it, right? But it's weird how like Katie, Katie brought it to my attention. She's like, isn't it weird how like when they pose with them and stuff, they're all like fucking hugging on them and shit, and like, but and then I was like, what at the same time? Like some of them, they don't know. I don't think they know that he's 19. I think some no, they, people dude, still they have don't to know. know. They, they have to know. Still don't. You see his video with Big Nog? You think Nogara knows? I don't think Nogara knows. Oh, no. I haven't seen it. Also, shout out Big Nog. I forgot to mention it in the glover uh, Blahovish fight. When Glover leaves the cage, Big Nog's right there, fully suited, fucking brings him in for a hug, and they're talking. Oh, I love it. And it's like, man. Gotta love it, man. Big Nog's but, so uh, sick. Hasbula. Uh, I don't know I, I, if you saw, but I posted it on the story of the fight uh, Instagram on the story. We almost had the co-co main event because he almost got in the fight <laughs> uh, leading into the co-main event uh, with that other uh, – what, what's that other guy's name? Abdul? Ab- is it Abdul or Abdul? Abdul. Abdul. Ab- I'm not sure. Dude, but they had to separate him. Hasbulla throws another kick, man, and it landed on the midsection. Yeah. Uh, dude, they just got to sign him already. They just got to sign, sign him. him. They just got to sign uh, him. H.W. Comer, uh, no. Hooker, uh, oh, that's you. Uh, oh, my God, the only best captain in Star Trek, Star Trek's history. I st- I, just, I don't know. It's right oh, there. H- <laughs> oh, no, H.W. Comer. No, that's not my costume. My costume, this is it. Look, I am uh, Demetrius Johnson. I'm Demetrius yeah. Johnson today. That's why I dressed up as. But, uh, but, yeah, Hooker did not tap. Hooker did not <laughs> tap. <laughs> he did not. He did not. He's All right. savage. Uh, but yes, Mahachev, let's give him a title shot soon. I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah. Before that, we have Volkov versus Tybura. Volkov versus Tybura. So, not much to say about this one. You know, for, for me, because I've been uh, pretty high on Tybura. Yeah. Uh, you know, coming up. Uh, I think he's an excellent heavyweight. But t- taking a look at the heavyweight division... For me, there's a certain spot where, like, you just hit like the number five ranked guy, and then after that, there's big separation. Even yeah. though it goes from five to six gap. to seven, there's a big gap. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is an example of one of those gaps. Uh, Tybura, I yeah. believe, was also ranked uh, top ten, right? At least so, going into it. Yeah, and Volkov ranked, I want to say, fifth going into this fight. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, there's levels, right? And I'm not saying that Tybura was completely dominated. But in my eyes, it was a pretty clear decision for Volkov. It was uh, 29-28, right? 29-28. And uh, I want to say it was the first yeah, round Volkov. Majority 30-27. One judge gave it uh, 29-28. I thought uh, yes. Tybura took the second. I, I thought Tybura took the second too. That was one of my questions yeah. for you is how you scored it because I had a 29-28. Yeah, same. Um, Volkov just has that uh... – man, I mean, I didn't like the commentary in this fight. They were both clearly exhausted, and I feel like they never even brought that up. And they're like, yeah, Volkov's just kind of content to counter. It's like, bro, he's like breathing out of his mouth super hard. Like, he's fucking exhausted. Since like the first round. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I thought uh, Volkov did a decent job. Tybura, I, I do like Tybura. But like you said, I mean, the the gap. I mean, we saw what Volkov just did with uh, Gan, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, here we go. So, uh, let me see here. Volkov ranked number five. Tybura ranked number eight. Uh, and yeah. so you have uh, Rosenstruck ranked sixth, Volkov mm-hmm. fifth, Curtis Blades fourth, 
Derek Lewis third, Stipe Miocic second, Cyril Gaon first, and of course Francis Ngannou, your champion. But then after that, you have Chris Dawkins, Abdurakhimov. Did I pronounce it correctly? Tybura, Sakai, Aspinall, Ivanov, Harris. So don't get me wrong. There's some killers up there. Yeah. But uh, like I said, there's a little bit of a gap for me in my head. Me too. Yeah. And I think Aspinall and and Dawkins, I think, are going to start to hopefully bridge that gap and and we'll have some more fun at the top top. Um, But yeah, it's going to take some time. Agreed. Agreed. All right. We'll move on from this one. I don't have much to say on this one either. All right, uh, Li Jingliang versus Hamza Shimaev. The one that everyone's here for. <laughs> the one I that mean, everybody's here for, huh? It's fucking crazy, dude. Hamza is just, it's nuts. Okay, dude, so. And I like the leech. Oozes confidence. Yeah, dude. But how can you not when you've only absorbed one strike in your UFC yeah. career so far? Yeah, He's only four absorbed fights. One strike. In four That's fights. unheard of. Is this the yeah. best start you've ever seen from anybody in the UFC? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And like people could, and let's let's not forget multiple weight classes. <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy, man. He um, at this point, like people, because I know there's always going to be people who are like slow your roll on the hype train, right? Like that that will always exist, and for good reason. But at this point, I mean, the leech is no joke. Nope. The leech is no joke. Knocked out Santiago Ponzinibbio, did he not? Yes. Did he knock him out? Yes. I mean, the, the leech has good wins. He's a very tough guy. And can we talk about can we talk about his fucking will to survive in that rear naked choke? That was insane. Yeah. When he guy. I mean, it was in. He yeah. got it, he and then he got out of it. It looked like he was about to go out, and then he just winks like three times to the ref and then gets out of it. I was like, what the fuck, dude? What is he made of? <laughs> <laughs> HOBK uh, Omer saying, uh, Hamza versus Francis and gone to make it happen. You make know what? Happen. I, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if Hamza was like, yeah, let's do it. I, I know. Yeah. Dana White what, said that he was yelling he at him, telling him that yeah. he wants to fight Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe him. How about, so that choke right there, that's about as good as it gets, right? Hand can yep. be behind him, but I mean, it's under the chin. And he survived that. That's not the choke that, that got and him out. Hamza is strong. From what everybody says training with him, he's yeah. one of the strongest guys that anybody's ever trained with. So you know that he's got a squeeze. Yeah. On when, when this fight first started, right, he, he shoots in on uh, the leech and he defends it really well. And I was like, oh, shit, some adversity. Let's go. And then he just slips around, takes his back, lifts him up, runs over to Dana while, and screams at him while he's running, carrying another man who's trying to fight him. He's screaming Dude, how- at Dana. Telling him to put his phone, yeah. Telling Dana to put his phone down. Stop looking at your phone. I'll fight anybody. I want to fight Brock Lesnar, and then just takes him down, takes his back, chokes him out, unconscious. Like what? What the fuck? Dude? This guy is something else. This guy is something else. I've been on yeah. the hype train. Uh, you know, I was bummed out that he caught COVID. Look at that shot right there, man. Just standing on top of the uh, the cage like that. Yeah. So the stories about comes out thrown around Gustafson in the gym must be true. I think it probably is. I mean, the dude's been training with Gustafson for a long time now. And uh, and Gustafson is not a, a grappling slouch, in my opinion. He had some decent success grappling with Daniel Cormier and John Jones. You know what I mean? I think he was the first guy to ever take John Jones down. Yep. It, what what is, that, uh, is it All-Stars that he trains at? 
Yeah, All Stars uh, Training Center. Yep. Sweden, right? Yep, yep. And uh, I, yeah, that's what everybody says. The reports yeah. keep on coming out that everybody was saying as soon as Hamza hits the scene, that it's yeah. game over. Yeah, it's it, it really bums me out because in the short time that he's been fighting, we've seen what he can do. Right in in two months, he got his first three wins, and then it took him another year to uh, get his next one. Imagine Damn COVID. Imagine what could have been if he was if he was fighting that whole year, you know? Yeah. Dude, I mean, for real, man. Yeah. And, and shout out HLB Comer, Gustafson's fucking a 205er, you know? Yep. And, and then wanted to come back at heavyweight. <laughs> you yep. know? Oh, out, I think, uh, and, and we said it before, like he won't continue to keep having the success at the rate that he was having early on because once you start getting higher in the rankings, there's less fights to take because people are more picky and choosy, right? You can still be that guy, but his opponents might not be willing to take the fights on short notice and all this kind of stuff. But I mean, a win over the leech is big. It's really big. Uh, Who do you give him next? Will? fuck. I knew you were going to ask me that. Yeah. It's um, a tough one. The leech was 11. So he's in the top 10 now. Um, I mean, you look at it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Michael Chiesa. No. Yeah. Give me yeah. Chiesa, dude. You go uh, maybe... He called for uh, Jorge Masvidal. He called for Masvidal. Masvidal definitely does not take that fight. Absolutely um, not. Yeah, that's the problem with this division is nobody's fucking... Nobody's willing to take the fights. Um, Neil Magny was willing. Uh, they might want him to jump further than Neil Magny now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I yeah, mean, he, if I'm the UFC, I'm shoving him up there. Yeah, you go someone like Luke. Luke probably doesn't take the fight because I wouldn't if I were him, right? He's ranked four. If I'm Luke, I'm like, fuck that, dude. Give it to Gilbert Burns, uh, Masvidal, like the guys that aren't taking fights. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if that that's what ends up happening because I think Luke's maybe too game for his own good, and I don't know if that's a uh, that's a tough fight. I think that's Kamaev another- is legit, man. Oh, he's very legit. Again, I've been he's on the legit. hype train the entire ta- uh, the entire yeah. time, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think this is another case of uh, like Mahashev, where you're gonna have so many people yep. training down this fight. It's gonna be so hard for him to find one. And, and welterweight's the worst for guys taking fights. I mean, Covington <sighs> sat out after a win of uh, a win over Woodley to get a title shot. Leon's been sitting out, right? Gilbert Burns yep. is trying to get title fights still for some reason. Hey, Masvidal so doesn't want to take fights. It's crazy. Let's say Leon Edwards uh, fights Masvidal. Yeah, Leon Edwards wins. Let's say Gilbert Burns fights. Oh, is that uh, really happening? I don't remember. Did they make that? I, official? I don't know if it is or not. I don't know. But let's say that that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say Gilbert Burns uh, fights Hamzat. Hamzat destroys Gilbert Burns. I think yet again, your boy Leon Edwards gets yeah. jumped. Once oh yeah, one hundred percent he would. Oh, I, dude, would. I would. Yeah, I would one hundred percent. All right, unless unless Usman's like, nah. All of a sudden, I think Leon's really deserved it. He he has the crazy win streak. We fought once before. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah, just because he doesn't Usman's want to fight like, Hamza. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Usman beats Hamza though. You think so? Yeah. Oh. I think so. He, I think he's got the wrestling pedigree, the wrestling defense to stop the takedowns, and I think his striking is continuing to evolve and become elite. I think he, I think he beats Kamaev. Wouldn't you want like love to watch as of though? right now? Oh yeah, for sure. Sign yeah. me up. Just do it because only because like first off because it's an exciting fight, but also because I just want to see new matchups for champions. 
tired yeah. of these fucking rematches for no reason. It's crazy. Word. Although I am excited to watch Colby Covington beat Usman here. Oh, soon. yeah. I mean, I'm excited for the fight. I'm going to watch the fight. The first fight yeah. was fucking bananas. That being, said, that being said, we're never going to have these legendary champions if they keep having rematches. Yeah, because you know when, when Covington wins... Uh, <laughs> they're going to do a trilogy. They're going to do a trilogy. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just going to slow down the division even more, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Before that, though, we had you Uncle Live. Covington, do you actually think Covington is going to win that fight? I don't know, dude. I just want him to win. <laughs> I just I look. Think, uh, I know. I know. People hate on Covington, and sometimes this fucking character and persona that he puts on just completely overshadows the fact that he is one of the best 170 pounders in the world. <laughs> He's yeah. the one that's pushed Kamaru Usman to the brink. Uh, he's pushing more than anybody else that he's fought. True, that's uh, true. So I, I think that he's a fan, fantastic matchup for mm-hmm. Kamaru Usman. And dude, I I, I don't know. I just I, I want to see him win. <laughs> you you know I love these types of characters. Will I know? I know. I fight, for, it's as cheesy as it may be. I just love yeah. the fact that this guy's willing to be a heel, get shit on by everybody, but he still goes out there and dude, he backs it up for the most part. That's true. That's true. So let's go Covington. All right. That being said, Usman in two. Ah, oh, don't you dare. <laughs> All right, Ankalaev versus uh, No Time Ozdemir. Bro, Ankalaev. I'm so high on Ankalaev. Ozdemir, Ozdemir uh, has had a tough go as of late. Some would say, yeah, the toughest, yeah. He, I mean, he. you look at the resume and the matchups he's been given, and it's fucking tough. <laughs> it Dude, is look, tough, man. Look, you know, like how I said, sometimes you see somebody like a Glover Teixeira and you're like, well, what's left for Glover Teixeira? And then yeah. you're like, oh my God, look at this fantastic run that they're going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on the limb right now and say, hey, what's next for Ozemir? And I Bro, I don't ever see him making a run. Yeah, dude, look for at the this. title. Look at this. Since he started in the UFC, his mm-hmm. debut is against OSP. That's a no, tough oh, debut. Shit. Very tough. Then he knocks out Sirkinov. Then he knocks out Jimmy Manoa. Tough fights. Then he loses to DC. He gets matched up against Shogun. That gets canceled. He gets matched up against Gustafson. <laughs> that gets canceled. <laughs> then he fights, fights Lionheart. Gets choked out. Then he fights Dominic Reyes. Loses a split decision. He gets matched up against uh, Ilola Latifi. He wins. Rakic, he wins. Then he fights Frohaska. Then Ankalaev. I mean, the guy only takes gnarly fights since he's come to the UFC. It's crazy. Yeah, he has zero easy fights. Yeah, and look, look, dude. I mean, no disrespect when I'm saying that. I don't think I'm ever going to see him make a, a title run. Yeah, but the the fact of the matter is, when you're looking at an Ankalaev, Yidri uh, mm-hmm. Prohaska, you know, you take a look at the rest of that division, and I just don't see him climbing up climbing up that ladder. Yeah, and I'll be honest, his fight against uh, Alexander Rakic, I, I had a Rakic winning that fight. I and don't he, think Ozdemir should have. Ankalaev. The the thing is, I I. I don't think that Ozdemir didn't see Ankalaev's jab coming. I don't think that he didn't yeah. see the one-two coming. I think the mm-hmm. exact opposite. I think yep. that he saw everything that Ankalaev was throwing his way, but he was just too slow to get out of the way, man. Because you Ankalaev see him start is, to slip, yeah, and he still got caught multiple times. Yeah. Ankalaev's timing and speed. Rarely do you have the timing and the speed. Most people have either, either one. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, he's got both. And his footwork and his exits and his entries, like he is so good. His striking is is just incredible. And he's got fantastic grappling in his back pocket. I mean, he he's very talented. I think he's he's gonna be 
fighting for the belt soon. I, I hope so. So we so we talked about. I, also, I didn't like the the commentary in this one too. Everyone's like, "Yeah, Ozemir is just not willing to go." It's like, "Yeah, dude, I no, wouldn't he was be either." To go. He was willing to go. Yeah. He just <laughs> yeah. again. He saw couldn't. what was coming his way, and he couldn't move out of the way. Yeah. He saw what he needed to do, but he couldn't because the footwork that Uncle Love had was just yeah. too good. Dude, it was just a case of somebody being outmatched. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it's, it was. It's, it's you cannot will every time. You can't willpower yourself over a mismatch. You just can't. And Sometimes did, you can't. It happens. Did he but. get surgery on his hair to get more follicles added? Yes. He did, right? Yes. Okay, I was gonna say maybe yeah. uh he hit up your boy Paul Acosta. Yeah. Or Elon Musk. <laughs> or did Elon Musk get it done too? Oh, dude, look up the before and after Elon. It's hilarious. No way. Dude, when yeah. you have... Or GSP. When you make like $30 billion in a day, yeah. uh, you know, I guess you could go to the best best people for that. Yeah, yeah. This is good. All this right, I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to ask yeah. him where he went. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, shout out to SpaceX. <laughs> dude, you should have said you were Elon Musk for Halloween. Yeah, I don't think uh, anybody would... Uh, yeah, I'm wearing A's shorts. How am I the only one that's dressed up for Halloween right now? I didn't even think about it to be honest. I should have. I should have done oh, something. Oh, you jerk! Oh, well. Okay, but Uncle Honestly, Ayev, I didn't put too much effort into my costume. I'd be lying if I told you I did. Yeah. But you, also, you wouldn't believe most, me if I told you I did. The most effort you did was uh, print out a picture of Mighty Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Facts. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, anything but, uh, else on that fight? Um, I, I mean, I've, I've been saying it this whole time. Uncle Ive, I think, is is uh, getting the short end of the stick as far as the push behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. If I were the UFC, and we talked about it before, we're gonna do like uh like it's easy to tell like what's next for the light heavyweight division. Glover versus Prohaska, Ankalaya versus Rockets for the number one contender. Simple as that. Ooh. Simple as that. Okay. That's what well, you do, Anthony, right? I mean, Yidri shows here recently moved up uh, to second. Let me see. Well, yeah, you have Glover. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's what's the only up, thing that's really Uncle uh, I, you have Dom Reyes, Reyes, who don't right now do doesn't want to fight right now. Do not do that. Thiago Santos, Santos. don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Uh, Lionheart. I don't want to see that. No. Uh, yeah, Alexander Rockets. It just it makes sense. Rockets is sitting out, right? Uh, he wants to he wants to get a title shot. They're like, no, no, no. Yuri's out here storming people. Uh, we're gonna give it to him. Punching trees. And, yeah. All and of a sudden, meditating. Yeah, it's screaming at mountains. But uh, I love it. But Rockets, right? He was like, Yuri was trying to fight Rockets, and or Yuri was trying to fight Rockets, and uh, Rockets turned it down. Instead, Prohaska goes out, murders everybody, gets a title shot. Now all of a sudden, Rockets is like, "Come on, bro, stop ducking me, dude. Let's fight. We'll fight for the number one contender." And it's like, "No, no, 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 no. You already turned that shit down. That ship has sailed." If I'm Prohaska, yeah. I'm like, "Fuck you, dude. I earned this shit." Um, and so now Rockets, you have to be thinking, all right, they 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 let Prohaska leapfrog me. I need to take a fight. I can't sit out on this. I have to take mm-hmm. a fight. Who else is Rockets gonna fight? He has uh-huh. to be fighting someone on an upward trajectory. You don't give him Smith again. They already fought. Uh I mean you have to you have to go on Goliath Rockets. It's such a good fight. That's what you do. And I'm very, yeah. I want to see that fight so bad. I, I dude, sign me up. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't see this. Excuse me? Jacques Ray got a hair transplant? 
What? I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to have to pull this one up. Maybe Richie Casual, if he has uh, any signal, any Wi-Fi signal. (laughs) Richie Casual, by the way, helping us out all the way from Oklahoma. Shout out to uh, Richie Casual in the woods, still joining us to to help us out. So, uh, Anything else on that fight, Will? Uh, No. No. Well, he did do it. He did? Yeah, I don't know how to share it. Rich is going to have to help us if he can. Yeah, if you can, Rich, if you can't, then we'll save it for the uh, the next episode. But uh, before this fight, uh, we're going to skip a lot of fights just due to uh, time, right, for the sake of time. Yeah, we're already at an hour. Uh, but we had Dos Santos versus San Denis that we wanted to cover. What the fuck happened in this fight? Just bleed gods, dude. When, <laughs> when uh, George texted and was like, what's up with the ref he got? Uh, pulled from the card for, due to a late stoppage. It was more than a late stoppage. Yeah. Much more than a late stoppage. I don't know what the fuck. Have you seen that guy before? No, never. There's before. A, the, he does a lot of like Russian organizations. There's a video where... Oh, of course. But there's of like course. Stare, yeah, you know the stare down and right before the fight? The ref's like, protect yourself at all times. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Follow my rules and commands. They, they touch gloves, they go out, and the camera stays on them and starts zooming in on them. And he, like, turns to the side and does, like, this whole, like, gun thing. And, like, it's like, what the Wait, fuck is going rest. on with this guy? <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Might not be good for the sport, but you know what? He's entertaining. You know, like, all you hear all the best refs. They're always like, yeah, if I, I do my job if nobody even, like, sees me or, like, pays attention to me. Yeah. This they're guy's like out there the, with uh, this whole, like, fucking. <laughs> they're like the long snappers of football. You know, uh, oh. if you never like, if you don't know who your long snappers' name is or what their name is, then that means that they're doing their job. The only time anybody uh. ever talks about a long snapper in football is when they have a botch snap. Gotcha. That makes you sense. know what I mean? So they're yeah. there. They, if nobody knows who they are, long like, snappers what for like God. for like punting field goals, and shit? field goals? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but if, again, if everybody's talking about them, guess what? They fucked up royally makes during sense. a crucial time. Yeah. So, dude, that that's the refs. I mean, but dude. Everybody's talking about uh, Benoit Saint-Denis, his toughness and yeah. his grit and his heart. Now, when the only thing everybody talks about after your fight is your toughness and your heart, yeah, that's an issue. Not, dude. Good. Not good. That's an issue. Uh, he landed some good shots, though. Uh, he was able to land some good shots. Um, Zaleski Dos Santos, though, is just so fucking tough also. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and just had his number. It's as yeah. simple as that. I'm not going to pull any, like crazy um like outcomes from this fight and, and say like oh dos santos is, is just so much better something he's not not at this level yet i don't necessarily think it's that i think he just had his number you know his timing was perfect he just yeah he just made the reads quicker how, how about his corner you have to stop getting hit he's tired dude it was translated but, it was translated yeah, it was translated but if that was even remotely close <laughs> stop getting hit <laughs> Yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah. You know, like Do you think it should have been stopped? Do you think it should have been stopped in the oh, second dude. round? I'm torn. I'm mm-hmm. really torn. Uh because he took a lot of damage. And I don't like yeah. seeing fighters take a lot of damage. But then mm-hmm. I remind myself, hey, this is the fight game. Just right? Bleed. This is what I sent up for. Uh just bleed gods, yeah. yeah. But uh I I I mean, all I can think of is like, what would I have done if I were in that situation? It's kind of hard to say, right? Because yeah. you're in the middle of a of a fight. But I probably would have stopped it. I, I don't I, think I, my my take on this is that I don't think 
the non-stoppage in the second was the worst thing. Yeah. I think I think the way the third round was handled was way worse than not stopping it in the second. Mm-hmm. Because he was he was showing stuff, right? He was throwing back all this stuff, right? He clearly landed out some on hard feet. shots. Yeah, clearly out on his feet. I think the second round, this is my hot take. The second round, I think it's more on his corner for not throwing the towel in. I think mm-hmm. the towel should have been thrown in that second round. Uh, I, I think the ref, based off th- what refs should be looking at, right? It's it's okay in my opinion to let that fight go in the second round. Would I have stopped it? I'd like to think I would yeah. <laughs> if I was the ref. And that's what I, I said. I, I think yeah. I would have. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to think that I would stop it in the second round. If he stopped in the second round, I don't think anybody would be complaining. Is it the worst thing in the world to let that keep going in the second round? I don't think so. I mean, again, would I have stopped it? Maybe. Would yeah. I have torn my shirt and it just said, just bleed underneath my shirt? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a ref. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, it's it's really tough, and I, I think everybody's shitting on this ref so much more because uh, DC Third round. Oh, that too. Yeah. Well, because DC Paul Felder, you know, kept on pointing out the fact that like Mark Goddard is over here to our left, and he's just going yeah. berserk right now. He's there's a lot of movement over here with the the refs that are sitting off to our side. If Dana yeah. White were here right now, he'd be so pissed. What is this guy doing? You know, like. on and on and on so everybody listening is like yeah hey what is that ref doing you know Uh, so that made it a million times worse Mm -hmm. um but i I could see where they're coming from being you know ex-fighters yeah it's tough it's it's tough tough. when when he turns and he's walking away and zaleski dos santos starts walking towards him looks at the ref and goes yeah he's like what else i gotta do come on man like probably stop it is it the worst thing in the world that he didn't? I don't really think so. The third round, though, was some of the worst refing I've ever seen. It was okay. like Steve Mazzagatti bad, the third round. Steve Mazzagatti bad, huh? How about Mario Yamasaki so. bad? I mean, I, th- I think Mazzagatti was way worse than Yamasaki. You think so? Um, I have Yamasaki up there as number one. It's been a long time since Mazzagatti refed, and there's a good reason. Uh Go back and watch some of the Mazagati like his Rich, decision making. Richard Cadwell just said, "Got the hair video." Okay, well, if you you could share it whenever you have a here, chance. Let's let's, oh. uh, let's do this at news, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll do it at news. Yeah, we're almost there, anyways. Um, but Zaleski dos Santos, or, or uh, sorry, the uh, Mazagati was real bad for like not just late stoppages, but just like bizarre decision making during fights. But um, and that's what this was, right? He gets poked in the eye in the third round. Uh, tells ref he asked he asked him if he can see. Uh, he says no, I can't see out of it. And he's like, okay. And he's just like walk around, takes a little <laughs> bit more time, comes back to him, and he's like, you good? And he was like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like I already told you, I can't see out of it. And he even goes like this. And he's like, he's like, I think he's look, telling Dos Santos across the cage. He's like, I can't see. They start the fight anyways. Rule number one: if if the fighter says they can't see. Stop the fight. First step, first step, get a doctor in. Yeah. While the doctor's coming in, you're telling everybody, hey, we're going to probably stop this fight <laughs> because he can't see. That's way worse, in my opinion, than, than not stopping the fight. Mm. Then, in the second round, then there's like 30 seconds left. He gets kneed in the nuts, right? They take a break. <laughs> then it's like 10 seconds after he gets kneed, 
he's like taking a break. He go he goes over to Zaleski Dos Santos and he's like, "You come here." And he's like, "I, I told you, don't do it." And then just goes taking a point. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna take a point for that, but not the the eye poke that he can't see out of now. I think it was kind of one of those things where he's like, "I probably should have stopped that fight." Now there's another foul. I have to take a point because of how bad I handled also, the eye poke. He stopped the eye poke from, you know, Saint-Denis saying, I got eye poked. He didn't see it. It's true, too. You know? And, so, and the knee. I, he dude, complained about the so much. Also. There's just I mean, so it's much. crazy. Yeah. I don't so know. So they pull him. Mark Goddard takes his next fight. Uh, I think he was supposed to do Ozdemir versus uh, Ankalaev, I think, was the fight that he was going to do next. And he got pulled from that. Not good for the old ref in career to uh Ah dude, he'll be fine in Russia. <laughs> I mean, He's probably. probably a star over there right now. I know. They're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Why is everybody pissed like this? Putin is like, dude, I want to have dinner with this guy tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. ASAP. All right. No no one sees him again. <laughs> uh before <laughs> this, uh the other fight we're gonna uh, cover is uh Amir Khani versus uh Murphy. Oh man. Your boy I'm Murphy. So high on Murphy. Oh I'm so I know. Dude got shot in the face and spit out the bullets. That's hardcore, dude. That's fucking maybe the most hardcore thing. There's there's a few like hardcore stories, right? In the UFC, there's uh, always 50 cent. Like, who is the guy? Yeah, well, I mean, he's on the UFC, but uh, <laughs> who who is the guy that uh, killed killed that dude? Um, that break he broken in, broke into his house. I forgot who it was. He uh, opened the door. They they broke into his house, right? It was like mm-hmm. a trailer like a trailer park home, right? Opens the door. Hits his pregnant wife. It's like the middle of the night. Hits his pregnant wife. She goes down from the door. What? Two guys come in. They have like a knife. He's, he turns into a skirmish, right? Ends up getting the knife, stabbing one of the intruders a few times. Other dude gets away. Duty stabbed, dies in the hospital. That's just crazy. Anthony Smith, home intruder, beats the brakes off him for like 20 minutes or so is what he said. Just couldn't put him out. He was on something, right? Wouldn't go out. Beats the brakes off. Blood everywhere. It's fucking crazy. Still don't really compare to getting shot in the face and spitting the bullets out. Yeah, I think <laughs> the spitting crazy. the bullets out thing is like just it, it makes it so much more gangster. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, and I don't want to make that this this guy's whole persona, right? Like it's, he's more than just that moment of his life. But to, to preface it, that's it's the first thing I ever found out about him, right? Then you watch his fights and you're like, oh, this guy's fucking legit. Super legit. His striking kind of reminds me of Leon Edwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody talks about Leon Edwards uh, and Aspinall as like guys who are like the future of British mixed martial arts, right? And no one ever talks about Murphy, man. He's fucking very talented. Um, Marconi did exactly what he's uh, supposed to do, right? In the first round, takes him down, out grapples him for pretty much the entire round. Um, and and Murphy said he, he felt like he kind of just never woke up in the back and, and had to wake up during that first round. But I also think, I mean, credit to Makwan and Mirkani. I think I really like him, Mirkani. Yeah. Um, but that being said, his gassing has always been a little suspect, right? Um, I think it was probably a bad move that Mirkani went to SBG to make that his full training camp. I think... Uh, that happened a lot, right? With Connor's success, a lot of guys moved over to SBG and immediately yeah. their careers took a downward trend. Uh, I think we're seeing that it was less of a SBG is special and more of a they lightning got in a bottle. Very, very lucky with a very special guy in Connor. Yeah. Um, but that being said, 
beautiful job by Murphy with the feints and the reads to time that knee. That was oh, not a lucky knee. No, that was beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, that was super long-winded. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Uh, dude, I know you've been high on Murphy for a while, so yeah, uh, dude, have at it. You can talk about Murphy all you want. <laughs> I mean, the knee was beautiful, right? Because he it was he, it was beautifully he done. read that he he read that he throws the left, and Amir Khani wants to counter the left with with dipping under, right? Yeah, he changed levels. Yeah. yeah, he faints the left three times. The first two times, changed levels both times, and he's like, okay, let me fully commit throwing the left. Fully commits now. Amir Khani's like, oh, that's not a faint. I'm going in with my actual takedown, and he's like, got this right here for you. Yep, crazy. Yeah. Fantastic oh, and he was time. out. He was out. Out. He was out for a while. Yeah, poor guy. Kind of nasty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was it. Yeah. UFC 267. At least at all we're going to cover just based off time. Uh, we still want to yeah. go through the news? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, is Richard Cadre going to be able to help us out with the news with his terrible Wi-Fi? Or? With his Oklahoma. Oklahoma forest Wi-Fi? Yeah. Woods? <laughs> all right. So, I wonder what uh, we're going to be talking about. <laughs> first thing here. Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. What what, what are your this thoughts? Uh, it makes sense. I hate to say it, but it makes sense. It does, right? This is a good matchup for for both of them. Really? Yeah. You know? Who do you have? Uh, uh, Tommy. You have Tommy Fury? Yeah. You want to place a little wager? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll discuss it off, off the air. Okay. Okay, but yeah, I, I think uh, I mean it's it's a very good it's a good fight. Honestly, I'm surprised that it's this type of stuff doesn't really happening happen in boxing. Um, it's rare that two guys who are up and coming will fight each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. I hate to say yeah. that about Jake Paul, but I mean that's what it is. He's an Dude, up and coming. Isn't that crazy that we're even talking about this? Yeah, but I mean, if you I, to to his credit, I mean the guy's been training very seriously at He's this point. Putting in the work. It, this is what this was one of those things that. He was very strategic with who he's fighting, and he still is with this one, but very yep. strategic with who he was fighting while he was growing, um, fighting older, big names, uh, winnable fights, not boxers. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like Connor, right? It was like, how long until they give him a wrestler? How mm-hmm. long until they give him someone who's who he should be fighting? Um, and sometimes people want to see somebody who's on a crazy upward trend like that in popularity. They want to see the rug get pulled out from them and get the right matchup, right? Stop yeah. giving them these, these hand-picked opponents. I want to see him fight a real guy and pull the rug out from under him. All this shit. I get it. I get it. That's why he was never going to fight some of the names he was calling out. Instead, he fought who he's fought. In. This is the first logical fight that he's taken as far yeah. as a career trajectory. Uh, because at this point, if this is what he really a, wants to do, yeah, exactly. And he's fighting a boxer, but not a boxer who's who has a ton of experience, who has a ton of big wins, all this shit. He's fighting somebody who is also up and coming, but has been doing same, same, but different. Right? It's uh, <laughs> boxers fight guys who they're supposed to beat up until they get to their crazy record and then they start taking the big fights. It's the same thing that Jake Paul's done. It's just been doing it on a much more popular exactly. level. It's exactly, exactly the same thing. This is a win-win for Jake Paul still. Still. Yep. If he still. loses, he's not he's not a boxer. Yeah. He's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. He, he was able to go in there with a the boxer. Oh my god. Yeah. If he wins. It, dude, he beat a boxer. <laughs> this guy can't lose right now. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Tommy Fury, on the other hand, though, lose, if lose. he loses this, if no, I, I think I think he has an opportunity to win. So if he's all, then everybody's sure. like, "Oh, shower him with congratulatory, you know, whatever," because they he finally brought Jake Paul down back to earth. I he think so. Did yeah, you're right. The Lord's work and <laughs> righted the ship. But if yeah. he loses, it's bad. Oh, it's all bad, dude. And and let's be honest, this isn't me making an, an excuse up front. If Tommy loses, Tommy Fury is who he is because of his last name, for sure. As far as as far as how popular he is, how respected he is, the reality is uh, he is not taken boxing as seriously as the other Fury brothers throughout his whole life. He spent like a year on that Love Island show, right? The reality show, all this shit. Oh, did um, he? Yeah, I, yeah. Katie watches that show. I watched the whole season just because of just because of him. But um, oh, was it any good? I mean, it's fucking. It's a reality show. You know what I mean? It's a reality yeah, dating yeah. show. So it's as good as it can be. I mean, Tommy Fury's <laughs> hilarious. You know, he's a hilarious guy. Well, that's but, what I'm wondering because the entire family has the gift of, yeah, of I mean, gab. So much character. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say he has that, but okay. Uh, well, he he's hilarious for the opposite reasons that Tyson Fury's hilarious, but but he's hilarious regardless, right? But he is not like a Tommy Fury or a Huey Fury or Tyson Fury. Like he's not, it's not the same. He's got the name, but skill wise, it's not, it's not quite there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very interested to see what happens in this because he does have more experience, right? He's been boxing longer than Jake Paul, but the, the rapid growth that Paul has had, I think might've bridged. He, it might've, no, well, trajectory, but also just growth skill set wise, training partners, mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. Uh, it, it's different, I think. Um, he's been taking it very seriously. Yeah, it's the only yeah. thing he's been doing for a long time now—not a long time compared to most, but but a, a decent amount of time. It's, it's interesting. All right, all right. Well, like I said, we'll place a wager off air. Yeah, that being said, I do have Tommy winning. <laughs> I dude, I have Jake Paul. Crazy. Yeah. I I never thought I'd say that, but yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's next, uh, Rich Casual? Are we sticking with the Paul yeah. brother theme? Yeah, th- this one I'm not so excited about. Uh, Logan Paul versus Mike Tyson. Yeah, I hope this actually doesn't. It's said happen. to be in the works. It's it's said to be in the works. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just this is one of those things that it's just not. There's no there's no winning here at all. If Tyson wins, it's like okay, who gives a fuck? But if he gets like knocked out somehow, I mean, he's older. He can't take the shots that he used to, right? If he somehow gets caught with something. I don't want to live in the world where Logan Paul knocked out Mike Tyson, a, a plus fifty-year-old Mike Tyson. I don't want to live yeah. in that world. I don't know. Somebody, somebody's got to figure this one out here and put a stop yeah. to it and throw somebody else. In. I mean, if Logan Paul wants to keep on boxing, let him keep on doing his thing. Uh, yeah. You know, Mike Tyson. I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, if he wants to keep on boxing, let him do his thing. But not like, like, it, yeah, not like this, man. I like don't know. switch from the Matrix. <laughs> you know that scene? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, what, what's next, Rich? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that one very much either. Harrison, you bring her into the UFC. Uh, she just fought her last fight in her uh, PFL contract recently. Uh, yeah, she's a uh, free agent. That's the thing. Do you build a division around her? You know, if you're the UFC, do you want to say, hey, we have the best fighters in the world in our organization? You know, what weight class is she in? Is she a uh, lightweight? Oh, 155. Lightweight. Name one of the fighters she's beaten. Nobody knows. 
Nobody knows. Does she know? I don't think so. No. No, I probably not. Probably not. But and I mean, that was zero disrespect, right? She is very talented and good, right? She's very good. But the reality is there's nobody for her to fight. Maybe I she fights Cyborg and Bellator. I wonder if she can make 145. Bro, she's massive. She's uh, massive. I just don't. The UFC, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll bring her in and what? She fights Amanda Nunes at catchweight or something? Like, No, but then like I think about like the featherweight division right now because right now it's just Amanda Nunes. Exactly. Right? And we go so then it'd higher? be Amanda Nunes and Kayla Harrison. And then it'd be blank. Yeah, I mean, Dana said uh, she should she should stick kind of where she is. She should, she's very happy. I, and in my opinion, yes, you stay at PFL. You keep making million dollar paydays fighting. Uh, no disrespect, but people that most people don't even know. I mean, yeah, HLV <laughs> Comer with the Cejudo should fight her. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he would get smothered. Yeah, I mean. Get, eventually he would get tossed eventually eventually i saw someone comment like who the fuck is this hospital guy now that he's like famous in the ufc at least too yeah, yeah. and someone's like oh it's henry Cejudo's main training partner <laughs> <laughs> oh that's gold that's funny yeah. oh man all right uh what's next but yeah if i'm her i'm staying in the pfl maybe you go to bellator and fight cyborg or something i don't know i i'd say that'd probably be your next step in her progression is but, but at that point, why? What are you doing it for? Are you doing it for legacy? Gets more, doing it for money? I think she gets more eyes at that point. Does it matter though? Are they going to pay her the same that PFL? I mean, she's making million dollar paydays to fight nobodies. Maybe she gets uh, different endorsements. Maybe you know because uh, maybe, she gets more yeah. eyeballs on her because the money's not just made from the paydays from fighting. It's also who's going to pay you for sponsorships, endorsements, stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with Kayla Harrison. But yeah, she's one of the best in the world. She's just in a weird position right now, man. Yeah, it's tough, man. All right, what's next, Rich? Gabby Garcia. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Clarissa Shields <laughs> lost her last fight. Any uh, any concerns? Will? Nah. Nah. Not I mean, what, where's, what, what's she fighting at? She's fighting at what weight? I think it's uh, is it one forty five? Is it? I think so. I'm not uh, sure. Let's see. She is fighting at one fifty five. Oh, yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. She lost right first. Uh, first loss in in mixed martial arts. Nah, I mean, I, I think her, she's a boxer. Th- this is it, exactly she's right. Transition. She's a pure boxer. A lot to learn. Where we're getting yeah. to the point now in MMA, where these fighters have grown up doing just that mixed martial arts. They're practicing yep. everything right from the yep. time that they're 10, 11, 12 years old. They're in jujitsu. They're in wrestling. They get into Muay Thai. You name it. They get into everything. And here we have somebody that's been a pure boxer pretty Mm -hmm. much her entire life. and uh, One of the best. Oh, yeah. Some would say the best, right? Yeah. Uh, And she's making the transition. I just give her so much props for actually making that transition. Because you have so many fighters that tell – or boxers that tell fighters, hey, come over to my world. I'll fight you here. And then the MMA fighters are like, Okay, let's have a fight in our world. They're like, nah, like, dude, that's whoa, not how it works. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Marissa Shields is stepping in the cage. Yeah. She's and trying to make right that way. transition. Exactly, doing it the right way. So props to Clarissa Shields. I don't think and her stock goes not- down at all. Keep on doing your thing, girl. Yeah, and, and let's be honest, or let's let's also point out the fact that she's doing both simultaneously. She's still boxing. Is she? Yeah. What a savage. Her next fight's probably gonna be boxing. I think her last fight was uh 
No, her last fight was mixed martial arts, but before that was boxing. She still has another boxing fight next. It's already wow. it's already set up. She's fighting in December. I mean, a fighter's fighter, dude. Yeah, I have full respect to her. I'm not concerned whatsoever. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Keep on doing your thing. What's next, uh, Richard Casual? Do we have anything else on there? Oh, John uh, Jones asked to be removed from the UFC rankings. So, you know, they move him down from pound for pound, number one pound for pound fighter. And he has a hissy fit and says, yeah. take me off the rankings then. Take me off the rankings. I didn't hear him complaining when he was ranked number one. Exactly. As soon as he's moved, take me off the rankings. Yeah. And also, why, why, why is he even in the rankings? At what division? I don't maybe pound for pound, but like, why? He's not fighting. I don't know, man. This I just... saw him also. Did you see his other tweet where he's like, new rule. Don't call me out until you defend your belt at least twice. I'm getting sick of this shit. Everybody talking about what they're going to do. Can't even beat the other contenders. Right? Then someone replies to him saying, new rule. Only fight people that aren't your wife or kids. Oh, <laughs> and then, And then replied to himself saying, saw this coming with the screenshot saying that John Jones blocked you. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh tko I mean, dude yeah tko i mean wow. the reality is john's only fight since since uh what was his last fight in the in the ufc i don't know man i don't know but i honestly i hope we never see him fight again john's last fight was against dominic reyes in 2020 february of 2020 and since then the only fight that he's been in is against his wife like why is this dude even talking? Shit. Why is this dude even talking? You know. Yeah, this is. Don't yeah. what's the what's the saying? Don't throw stones in a glass house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you talking? He has shit the biggest glass house. Easy to- <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what what else do we have? Uh, do we have anything else, Rich? I think we got Jacques Ray's hair. Is that still an option? Ah, yes, it's Jacques Ray's hair. Thanks for the info there to. Uh, HLBK Omer for letting us know that Jacques Ray also got his hair did. What is this, bro? What is he, Invisible Man? What's going on here? Okay. So he's getting like the whole shampoo treatment and stuff. Whoa! Look at him. That's a hairline right there, man. He's a good looking dude, man. Look at him. Bro, Jacques Ray is fucking awesome. Man. Look at that smile. Look at that smile. Look at that smile. Good for him. Hey, I, yeah, I'd like to see where where this. Uh, I'm not sure how recent this is, but I'd like Dude, to see. Dude, hair center of Turkey. I'm pretty sure that's where uh, Paulo Costa went. Paulo Costa, and that's probably yeah. where your boy is gonna go. Let you know right now. Will, if I show up one day with luscious locks, more luscious than yours, don't be surprised. You know, it's hair center of Turkey. Yeah, there we go. That's the spot. Dude, I'm just gonna keep on Good saying hair center of Turkey, so that one day, they're like, hey, dude, we'll sponsor you, man. I know. Play, uh, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll mention your name. Cool. We're <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. All right. I think that was it. Yeah, I think so. Um, what's next? UFC 268? I think so. Yeah. Is that UFC next week? No. Yeah, dude. I'm Is pretty it sure really? it's this upcoming Holy weekend. Shit. Yeah, November 6th. Hell yeah, man. Colby versus fucking Usman. Thug Colby. Sean Wei Lee. Gacy versus Chandler, Cheeto Vera versus Frankie Edgar, Billy oh, the dude. Kid, Quarantillo, hey. Shane Burgos. You didn't even give us the moment of silence, and you didn't give us the uh, finite bonuses. Oh, yeah. Let's do that real quick. Uh, we got – what do we got? 
We'll do fight night bonuses first. There we go. How about that? Let's see. Let me just go back here. I believe um, Glover got a performance of the night. I think Sandhagen versus Piotr Jan got fight of the night. And nice. yeah, so Glover gets performance of the night, uh, fight of the night, Piotr Jan versus Corey Sandhagen. Uh, performance of the night uh, goes to Kamzat Kimaev. Um, tough one to decide, right? Moment of silence, we got Aljamain Sterling versus Piotr Jan. Sterling had to get neck surgery. Uh, Walt Harris pulled out of his fight with uh, Tai Bam Bam Toivasa. I was sad about that, that one. Cool. Yeah, Islam Makhachev was supposed to fight Rafael Dos Anjos. Uh, Dos Anjos had to withdraw. Um, tough go for Makwan Imarkani. He was supposed to fight Tristan Connolly. Lerone Murphy comes in, knocks him out in the second round with a knee. Uh, let's see. Mustafaev was supposed to fight uh, Damir Imagulov. That fight got pulled. Because Demir Imagulov. missed weight so bad that they had to pull it off. Um, Dekirico was supposed to fight uh, Albert Dureyev, and he pulled out. I'm not sure why. Moment of silence. That was it. Fights Moment of silence for those fights. All right. And, yeah, you're uh, pointing out the fact that next week's card is absolutely stacked. It's insane. It's, it's insane. absolutely stacked. So uh, that I mean, should be a fun one. Yeah. Bruno Souza opens the night. Phil Haas versus Chris Curtis. Ooh. Alexa Kamur versus John Allen is good. John Vellante is back. Somehow still in the UFC fighting Chris Barnett, the crazy guy. Uh, Ode Osborne's on the card. Jordan Williams wow. getting another one against Ian Gary. Ian Jordan Gary Williams. Did. This coming shortly after his fight against that guy that was trying to jack his car, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the big one. The very, very big one. Alex Pereira. Versus Andreas Michaliadis or Michaelidis or whatever the hell his name is. But Alex Pereira. Yeah, Alex Pereira. If people don't know who he is. He's the last guy behind, besides Bohovic to uh, beat Adesanya. Yep. Very Knocked him out. Him. Knocked him out. Knocked we got him out. Bobby right. Green versus Ally Quenta. Evan Shabazi versus Imbovov. Card is stacked. Yeah, dude. All it's way, it's absolutely stacked. Are uh, we going to want to do a video for this one, maybe? A what? Are we going to want to do a prediction video for this one? Uh, I think it depends on what I got going on Thursday, but I'm kind of down. We'll all right, see. we'll see. We might have. All one. right, well, that's all I got. Do you have anything else, Will? No, like and subscribe. Shout out HLB Comer, Andrew Toasty. San Absolutely, San. always coming through. Shout out Sound San as well for sure. Uh, again, Spotify, Breaker Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts is everywhere you can find us in the social medias. At Story of the Fight on Instagram and Twitter and the group chat on Facebook, Story of the Fight chat. Love it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Another week, Story of the Fight. Really hope you like my my costume, Will. Some say I look more like Demetrius Johnson than Demetrius Johnson himself.